Welcome to Central Moments. So good to be with you again today. Uh, as we walk through this summer with the Psalms, we come to the most famous, the most memorized, the most well-known Psalm in the entire Bible. It's the Shepherd's Psalm, Psalm 23. And it starts with this amazing, this amazing proposition, this amazing statement of reality. The Lord is my shepherd. Uh, social media is not my shepherd. The nightly news is not my shepherd. Uh, what my boss is telling me to do is not my ultimate shepherd in life. The Lord is my shepherd. And as a result, I lack nothing. Now you could just hang your whole life on that one sentence. Some of the early English translations say, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. It's not that you don't desire things, but it means you lack nothing when the Lord is your shepherd. All you're going to need, it may not feel like it, but all you're going to need today or tomorrow is going to be yours if the Lord's leading you and shepherding you. And, and, and then he gives us some detail, like good shepherds would. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. Now, now there's some words that sound awfully appealing to us. Our lives are so hectic and stressed and nonstop, and, and yet we can lie down. There can be quietness. And our soul, so depleted, can actually be restored because of how this shepherd leads us. And he guides me. Sometimes we don't know what the right way is, but he guides me along the right path for his namesake. So this, this is life. This is nourishing life. This is why Jesus, the great shepherd, could say to us, Come unto me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy, my burden is light, and you shall find rest to your souls. In the hackneyness of life, with all of its uncertainties and its noise and its stresses, this is where the Good Shepherd invites us to, to rest and strength. Yeah, but what about all the dangerous things in life? What about all the things I can't control? Well, he gets to that next. Even though I walk through the, through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you are with me. And your rod and your staff, they come from me. With the rod, the shepherd would beat off the enemies. And with the staff, he would hook the hook at the, at the end of the staff. He'd hook it around the sheep's neck and draw them closer to himself. So he'd beat the enemies farther from us, and he draws us closer to himself. I mean, this, this is what he does in the dangerous places. He says, he's not saying there's not going to be places where you're not going to be fearful, threatened, threatened, dangerous. But here I am to protect you. And then the scene changes from a shepherd field to a banqueting hall. And, and he says, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Now, it starts in a shepherd field. It ends in a banqueting hall. Uh, part of that is because uh, kings, the, the Israelite kings, were viewed as shepherds. And uh, so it's, it's, not, it's not surprising that it would start in a shepherd field, like David had been a shepherd and then became a king later and ends up in a banqueting field. Or it could be David referring back to a moment in his own life when he was fleeing his son Absalom. He was running out of Jerusalem. He's out in the Judean wilderness. And in 2 Samuel 17, verse 27 to 29, some friends come and greet him with a huge banquet out in the middle of the wilderness while he's running for his life. And it's probably that that David is reminding himself. Lord, even as I'm walking through this, these dangerous places, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. And, 
you, Lord, are becoming my host. Can you imagine that? He's our shepherd that brings us rest and shows us where to go and protects us. But he's also the one who hosts us. And he said, you anoint my head with oil. Like a, a host would put oil on the forehead of a guest so that it was like their face would kind of glimmer and, and uh, it would help with the odor and the smell as well. And this is what a host did for a guest. He hosts us. He anoints our head with oil. And our cup overflows. He doesn't give us an empty cup. He's our host that gives us more than we need. And surely your goodness and your love or, 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 or you could translate it, your loving kindness or your mercy. It's that beautiful word, hesed, which is God's covenant love with us. Your goodness and your hesed, your covenant loyalty are going to follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Not only do you refresh my soul now, not only are you there for, with me for the dangerous places I may yet have to walk, not only do you house me in the most critical moments in my life, but you give me a future. What an amazing psalm. Father, thank you that you're our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Thank you, Lord. May that be our story. May we hold closer to you, Lord Jesus, the great shepherd, than we ever have. You who said, come unto me and I will give you rest. Lord, help us to lie down in those green pastures and, 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 to, and to be led by still waters and and to have our souls restored and protect us for the dangerous places we are and in the midst of the most critical places, right in the face of our enemies. We thank you that you become our host and that you feed us from your abundance. Hallelujah, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for goodness and covenant loyalty that follow us all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. <laughs>